Welcome into BDP's Over Under. I'm your host, Money Matt. I got my co-host, Parlay Paul, with me, and we've got all of your NFL Week 9 action covered right here. We're going to start it off with some best bets, give you guys a nice little long shot to play. we got Parlay Paul's favorite segment, the Parlays of the Week, and we're going to wrap it up with some bad beats, and uh, let's get started. Welcome into week nine action. We got your best bets here, and what a week it's about to be. Parley Paul, let's do a quick recap of last week. How'd you do? Week eight was interesting. Uh, we saw some upsets for sure. The dogs came out week eight um, for some of these games. Uh, it was unfortunate that we didn't know the weather situation uh, and how it was going to be so brutal going into some of our best bets. Uh, I had Packers Vikings over, you had the Raiders Browns over, and you know, we didn't realize it was going to be that brutal in those games, which ultimately brought that line down on Sunday, which we did tell our listeners on uh, on Friday when they listen, well, hope they listen, uh, that, you know, they should definitely check that weather situation going in because those, those games are brutal out there. And that really that really affected the total. So, um, you know, if you did bet those overs, you weren't you weren't too happy. <laughs> yeah, you definitely weren't too happy with those. Uh, my two from last week, I had Steelers. Over the Ravens, which um, did hit, so that was a nice little win for us. Um, and then I had the over in the Browns-Raiders game, where there was just 55-mile-per-hour winds. Kickers <laughs> were trying to kick it to the far right of the end zone, so it would actually go in. Um, there was a snowstorm at some point, apparently, during that game. That was just awful weather. You couldn't have asked for a worst weather game and betting the over. Um, so we're just going to move on from those. We're going to move on to Week 9 action here. Uh, I'll start it off for us for our best bets. This week, I'm really liking it's the Seahawks versus the Bills. I like Seahawks minus three on the spread there. Seahawks coming off of a huge win over the 49ers. The Bills have looked good this season, but not great. Uh, A lot of people like to say they're contenders. I don't know yet. Uh, They barely beat a really struggling Patriots team last week without, they didn't even have Julian Edelman. And if they didn't cause a fumble at the end of the game, they may, may have lost in regulation. Seahawks have just been so strong. DK Metcalf, one week, Tyler Lockett the next week. You don't know who's going to come out and play, but you know the offense is going to. The defense really stepped up last week as well against the 49ers, and uh, I really like the Seahawks minus three. Yeah, I mean, you know, I love the Seahawks. I mean, just like, you know, you said last week, um, you know, I, I the Seahawks are one of my favorite teams, and, you know, I'm, I'm all over most weeks. Um, again, I really like the pick again this week. Um, you know, just like you said, you don't know who's going to show up because DK Metcalf, it seems like that guy's an absolute machine. I mean, oh, that he's a monster. Cannot, he's so good. Not be stopped. He's just, he's just a monster. And then yeah, they just, they have so many weapons and Russell Wilson, he's going to stay hot. And just like you said, the bills, man, I, I, I don't like, they seem like, they seem like a contender. They seem like a good team and you know, they are bad. And I could see this game being, you know, not maybe a shootout for the Seahawks, but I see them at least winning by four or five here. I, I, I do. I like the pick. Uh, that's a big one from Parlay Paul. Actually agreeing with my pick <laughs> on the first try. So we like that. Let's see that. All right. What do you got for me? One for one. So um, I, I did tell you a couple weeks ago that it's going to be hard for me to bet against Derrick Henry and the Titans this year. But 
I'm going to do it this week. I really like the Bears plus six and a half over the Titans. I know we haven't, you know, bet too many underdogs or at least given points to some of our best bets, but I'm going to do it this week. Titans are coming off a pretty embarrassing loss last last week against the Bengals. Um, you know, I know that we both had them in our parlays last week. Let's not let's not talk about that no, too much. Let's not but, talk about it at all. Um, but um, you know, I think I think this line's too big for a team that's been inconsistent going up against one of the better defenses in the league. You know, the the Bears are top ten in points allowed, and you know, even though the Bears just don't really stand out with too many star players, you know, they're still a decently round and sound football team. Um, you know, I, I really think this game's going to come all down to you know holding Henry and, and you know holding that running game, making Tannehill throw, you know, forcing him to make some mistakes, even though he hasn't really done too much this year. But you know, I think I think that Bears defense is going to put pressure on, and you know, as great as the Titan, as great as the Titans' offense has been this year, as great as they look, their defense has been a completely different story. I mean, they are averaging over 400 yards per game to their opponents, and you know what? This tells me that you know, as easy as they can score it, they can give it up. You know, just just as quick. And you know, the Bears aren't the Cowboys. They're going to score some points. They will. And you know, with Foles, Montgomery, Robinson, Miller, and company, I, I I feel like they should be able to get enough going against this Titans D. And you know, if you look at you know the Bears' schedule this year, you know they've lost three games. Two of their three losses were pretty close games. You know, they're five and two against the spread. I I. I really see them keeping the game close as they've done almost this entire year. You know, if you look at their games, it's not like they've ever been blown out. They really haven't blown anyone out. They, they, they're, they're really good at keeping the game tight. And I think six, six and a half is enough for them to, you know, stay in this game. I really do. You know, I, I do, I don't hate the pick here. The bears are just so hard to bet on that offense is absolutely atrocious. I know you were trying to talk it up and you told me they weren't the Cowboys. I don't know. They're pretty dang close. I mean, both of their offenses are horrific this year. Nick Foles looks awful. That offensive line looks even worse. I feel really bad for Allen Robinson, who is a terrific receiver, and he just never had a quarterback in his career so far. I don't hate the pick. I just hate betting on the Bears because you're really relying on that defense. That offense isn't going to do much for you, but that defense is so strong. It's so good. And if only they could figure out a little – they didn't even have to do a lot on offense. They just have to do a right. little bit on offense to be able to get some wins with how good that defense is. It's not the worst and, pick, but, you know, I do like I do like it. Bears plus six, I do like it. Six and a half. Yeah, I mean, that's 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 why I chose the Bears. I mean, if they were facing any other defense, I feel like, other than the Cowboys, any other defense in the league. I mean, the Titans have been atrocious on defense. I mean, they're, they're, they're just – they're giving up points left and right. And I feel like the Bears could get something – Maybe they can get something going to keep this game close. So yeah, I, six and a half. It'll be it'll be interesting. Uh, that'll move me on to the next one. And uh, speaking of those Cowboys that we were just talking about, I am taking the Steelers minus oh, thirteen no. and a half over oh, your no. Cowboys. Uh, Steelers are thirteen and a half point favorites in this one. They have looked unbelievable the last few weeks, taking down the Titans and then taking down the Ravens last week in Baltimore. Uh, great team win there. Was able really to hold strong on defense. And the Cowboys are bringing in a new quarterback this week. They don't know who they're starting yet. Remember, we're recording this on Thursday. They haven't announced an official starter. Uh, I don't really care who they bring in at this point. I do not see this offense getting much better. I don't see that defense getting any better. And I don't see the Cowboys being able to hold the Steelers offense and the Steelers defense to less than a 13, 14-point lead at the minimum. I see them running away with this game. 
and I don't see the Cowboys really standing a chance. I think 13.5, if you're listening to it now, go bet that because I think a lot of people are going to see this spread and jump on top of it very quickly. I mean, the line just seems too obvious, doesn't it? I mean, 13.5 against the team that just gives up the most points of any team in the NFL. I mean, you know, and I it's so hard for me to bet against the Cowboys. I don't like betting against my favorite team. And it's just, you know, it's most, most of the time I just stay away from it. But I mean, it does look so obvious and you know what, you know, just like we said in week one in our podcast, you know, I, when it looks too obvious, a lot of the times it really, it's, it's too good to be true, but you know what? I just, it, it really makes sense for the Steelers to win this game by 30 points. Um, I, I don't see how they don't, I mean, the Cowboys, couldn't get anything going against the Eagles. I mean, they scored nine points in the whole first half, and then, you know, they haven't scored a touchdown in two games, have they? No, it's been pretty pretty horrific to watch this offense. Uh, I feel it's, bad for you as a Cowboys fan to be able to have to deal you, with this team that. this year. I mean, if they had Dak Prescott, it's a completely different story. But like you said, the Cowboys had nothing going against the atrocious right. Eagles defense, and now you're going up against one of the best defenses in the league in the Steelers, right. I mean, and I don't see them scoring very much, and I see the Steelers' offense just absolutely obliterating this defense. And last point on this I'll make, Cowboys are 0-8 on the spread so far. uh, Please, please. You know what? If they lose lose this week against the spread, that will be the worst start in NFL history. That's exactly what I was going to say. So I think think they're on that pathway. I think they – I don't want to – admitted but i mean it would I, it would take a miracle for them to you know not be able to lose by 14 this way. i mean this is just this is so in the steelers favor i mean they, they they're coming off a big win against the ravens steelers are for real they're, they're a great team i mean this is literally this is a super bowl team this year and the cowboys are they're a they're a high school team right now it's it, this is such a mismatch so it's i mean it, it makes sense to bet the steelers as much as i don't want to say it guys money matt i think has has this one i think i think steelers will have no problem winning this game by 14 or more and that is a two and O from parlay paul on approvals this week in best bets yeah, everybody so write this probably, date down and uh, mark yeah, it in your calendars yeah, you'll probably never see it again. Um, so that's going to lead me into my second pick. Uh, what a Sunday night game we have, huh? The Bucks and the Saints. I am pumped for this game. This is going to be my favorite game of the year, I feel like. Um, I mean, anything's going to be better than last Sunday night game, the Cowboys and the Eagles. I mean, it was like quarterback <laughs> you know, open tryouts in that game. It was it was disgusting. But, um, you know, now we got Tom Brady and Drew Brees. I mean, you don't even have to love football to know these two guys. It's 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 gonna be it's gonna be just a super fun game. And you, know, you got two old timers going going up against I mean, you know, the you know, the Bucks have a pretty good D, but the Saints have not been, you know, the same this year. Um but anyway, I'm taking the over fifty one and a half here. And you know, I know we tried, you know, we tried a total last week, but man, I don't know. I, I really I I probably leaned with the Saints more on this, but I think I like the over more. Um, you know, I'm taking a look at the Bucks here, and I think Godwin might be coming back. He was a full participant in practice yesterday, so it's possible Brady might get another one of his weapons back. He'll have Mike Evans, who's just literally a touchdown threat about every like every time he gets in the red zone. It seems like he's just always the guy to throw to in the end zone. Um, he already has seven touchdowns this year. That's just that's unbelievable. And then you know, Scotty Miller looks awesome. Uh, you know, Brady's, Brady's connecting with Gronk now, um, you know, especially more in the, you know, the first few weeks that we saw, you know, Ronald Jones and Fournette, and that's a pretty good combo. And then, you know, I'm looking at the Saints 
And, you know, they also, they're so strong. They got Latavius Murray. They got Alvin Kamara, who can literally do everything there is to do in football. I mean, this guy's going to start playing defense, I swear. Like, he's <laughs> like the best He's the best receiver. He's the best running back. This guy has 556 receiving yards. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Money Matt, he's averaging 80 receiving yards per game. I mean, this guy's a running back, I think. Um, but... Um, <laughs> You know, and then and then I think Michael Thomas might be coming back. He was he was a full practice or was a full participant in practice as well. So there's a chance we're gonna get a lot of new guys back this week. And you know that's on that's on top of like Traquan Smith and Jared Cook and you know just everyone else that the Saints have. I this is gonna be a a, a heavy passing game. I mean, you got I mean Tom Brady knows who he's going up against. Drew Brees knows who he's going up against. You know they're gonna want to show off. I think this is gonna be super pass heavy. I'm surprised to see this line only at 51 and a half. And I think Vegas is only going to raise it from here. So I think you get this in now. I love the 51 and a half. I love it. I love over 51. No, I think it's a great bet there. I really do like the over. The numbers on our end say over 51 and a half as well. Saints have a great offense. Bucks have a great offense. Uh, you got two Hall of Fame quarterbacks going at it on Sunday night. And like you said, you couldn't ask for a better Sunday night football game to end your week. I do like the pick here. I think it's going to be a very high-scoring game, and I think it's going to be one of those games where it comes down to the final possession and see who can execute. could be one of those field goal type of games where you see who's got the better kicker, or it could be one of those you guys score a touchdown to win. So I really do like the over 51 and a half. We're going to move on to our next segment, and it's Long Shot of the Week. Long Shots of the Week. For week nine, uh, it's definitely going to be a fun week to watch. Parlay Paul, let's get it started. What do you like here? All right. So, I mean, I am I am rolling high with confidence right now. After uh, last week, I did hit my long shot. I had the Raiders. I was super excited about that. Um, Congratulations on week, that one. Thank you. I really appreciate, you know, you really don't say those words too often to me. So that was, that's nice to hear. Um, the, uh, the, the, I, for me, this week, I like the Colts straight up over the Ravens. And I know, again, we, we were just having the same conversation a few weeks ago, just like with the Titans. As much as it pains me to bet against Lamar Jackson, it, it kind of makes sense right now. I mean, what is going on with this guy? I, I, I could not – I cannot figure out, is he broken this year? I mean, you know what? He leads his team in rushing yards. I'm honestly not surprised by that. He's a quarterback, and he he needs to be a quarterback first, and he's not doing that this year. I mean, this guy is averaging less than 200 passing yards per game, and he has a sub 60 percent completion rate. I mean, this is a guy that he's. I mean, this is an MVP caliber guy. At least we thought he was. I mean, he's struggling so hard. He's going up against one of the best defenses in football this game. The Colts have been so dependent on their defense this year. And this is a crazy stat for you, Money Matt. I just I had to throw this in there. I know that you're all about stats, so you'll probably love this. The Colts have intercepted more passes than the number of touchdowns they've allowed. That is a fun stat. I do like that stat. That is that's I mean, that's awesome. Like, that is a great stat. I don't know how on earth you do that, but that's pretty cool. Um, you know, they they also stopped the rush game incredibly well. And what does Lamar Jackson like to do? Yeah, the only thing he can do, run the ball. Uh, you know, I think I think he's exposed this year. I think people are figuring him out, and this game's going to come down to who can pass the ball better, in my opinion. And you know, Philip Rivers is inconsistent as he can be. You know, he's thrown for a few touchdown passes in his last two games. The Colts have won both of those, and I, I like them riding this little mini hot streak. And you know, I know they're going up against the NFL powerhouse and the Ravens here, 
But I, I, I like this 2020 Colts team. I really do. Both teams are five and two. One of them's going to be six and two. And uh, you is know, that how that works? I think, I think it's, I think, I think if you win a game, the win one you, goes you do up go up one. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, I, 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 I don't hate the pick here. Sorry, I have to always give you a little bit of crap. Uh, I don't hate the pick. Oh, yeah, I actually, like I do hate the Lamar slander. I'm a huge Lamar guy. I think, you know, I think what the biggest struggle this year has been for him is they've tried to make him more of a passer and taken away a little bit of his running game. I think they needed to allow him to run more. Um, also, Mark Ingram being out, then he just lost two of his offensive linemen this week. I think it's shaping up to be a little bit of a trap game for them, and I think the Colts are going to actually come out and win this as well. That is what the formula says. So I do like that. Wow. It might have been my long shot of the week, but my other long shot I had, just in case you stole it, was Giants over the Washington uh, football team. So the Giants are coming in after a really great Monday night game against Tampa Bay. I know it's a short week, but the Giants, that defense has been incredible. Daniel Jones looked like a great quarterback in that first half. He just needs to be able to put two halves together. And honestly, I think this is a good game for them. They're two and a half point underdogs in this game. I think you could really take the Giants here in this game and be able to take a nice little win here and uh, be able to get a NFC East game. I know you guys love watching those. So you'll be able to watch one of those again on Sunday and uh, take the Giants in that one. Yeah, man. You know what? I've agreed with every single one of your picks up to this point, Money Matt. I mean, and I think this is going to be a super close game. Um, but you know, the Giants are coming off of short rest. And you know what? You did call it out. They have a their defense looks incredible. They stopped. They stopped the Bucks in their powerhouse offense pretty well. I was really surprised. That game literally came down to the wire. I was, re- I mean, they were winning the game, you know, for the first, you know, I don't know, like 20 minutes or so. I mean, they were, they were doing really well. Um, but you know what? I think, I think the Washington, uh, Washington football team, that's, that's still, still really not used to that. The Washington football team still has some weapons. I, I think, you know, they might catch a break um, playing the Giants off short rest. I think this game is going to be decided by three points. Um, yeah, I know it is your long shot pick. So, I mean, it's not like, you know, we love these picks. These are long shot for a reason. But I think, I think I'm going to side a little bit more with the, with the Washington football team in this game. That's fine. That's fine. I, you know, I like it. I like the haters on top of you, including the other people, <laughs> including Vegas, who – who took Washington in this game as well. So I'm sticking with my guns. I'm taking the New York Giants in this game, and I really think they've got a good chance to win it. We're going to move on to our next segment. It's one that Parlay Paul loves, and it's... Parlay of the Week. Parlays of the Week. I know this is Parlay Paul's favorite part of every podcast we do. Uh, I'll get started so he can make sure he thinks about it and maybe you know he gets one to hit this week. Um, my oh, parlay, yeah, you know, I'm just looking out for you, Parlay Paul. I'm just looking out for you. Um, my parlay, we're going to start off with the Seahawks money line, Seahawks over the Bills. We're going to take Steelers minus 13 and a half over the Cowboys. And our last pick, it's only going to be a three leg, is Titans money line over the Bears. I know it's only three. Twenty dollars makes you 85 which is a nice little payout. And to keep it simple, really like the Seahawks. Uh, they're one of my best bets of this week. Steelers are another best bet. And I really think the Titans are be able to get back on track this week. They had a tough loss last week against the Bengals. We're not even going to talk about my parlay from last week because it doesn't need to be talked about. Um, 
but I really like this parlay for you guys. It's only three legs. I know it's not as exciting as the four or the five or the six leg parlays, but three leg parlay, I really like it, and uh, I think you can make some money on it. What do you think, Parlay Paul? I mean, you are right on. Like, this isn't exciting at all. Only three teams. I mean, I'm, I'm like, I'm like falling asleep over your money, Matt. I mean, my God, that was that was too quick. Like, I, I, I want a deep parlay. I mean, I'm that's, sorry. That's the fun. That's, I'm sorry. I'm, fun I'm sorry. I've hit one parlay this year, and it worked out well. And I'm just trying to keep the streak going. I'm sorry about that. You know what? I can't. I can't say anything because I'm. I'm actually over on my parlays. But hey, I'm never going to give up. I actually, I, I do like your parlay. I like the Seahawks. Um. And, you know, I, I told you I'm a big Cowboys fan, but I, I see them losing by, you know, 543 today or on Sunday. So, <laughs> um, but, um, but you know what? I, I think, I think, uh, I think I'll put 20 bucks on it for you just because, you know, I have a problem. Um, <laughs> anyway, um, so my parlay of the day, um, you know, Money Matt, I know I told you last Sunday I was going to take it easy from now on because, you know, I've yet to hit one. But I'm not taking it easy. I'm Parlay Paul, not Single Game Sally, okay? I didn't get this name from betting little single games or two-teamers, okay? I'm a home run hitter, Money Matt. The outfield moves back when I step up to the plate. I go for the big shots, and you know that. That's why I got this name. So instead of going the two-, three-, or four-teamer, I'm getting right back in the box with a 17 parlay. Oh my gosh, right? here we go. <laughs> so, I teased a few of these games just because I wanted to be safe. So, yes, a 17 is very safe. I like it. Very, very <laughs> safe. I'm making this as safe as it could be for a 17 parlay. So, I teased the Colts plus six and a half over the Ravens. I, like I said, I like the game straight up, but some breathing room. I teased it plus six and a half. I tease the Bears plus 10.5 over the Titans. I like Chiefs money line over the Panthers. I know they're, you know, very heavy favorites. I'm just throwing it in there. Chiefs money line over the Panthers. Texans money line over the Jaguars. I'm going to tease the Raiders plus 6.5 over the Chargers. Okay. I'm just doing the Steelers money line over the Cowboys. They're not going to lose. They're going to beat the Cowboys. Just throw it in there for the extra $15. Go buy yourself lunch. I don't care. And then we're going to wrap it up with the best game of the week. I like the over 51 and a half in the Saints Bucks. So that's seven, that's seven games and it's $20 to pay 205. Go buy yourself something nice after it's going to hit. This is it. Parley Paul gets back on track. With a win, I'm super excited about this parlay. Money Matt, I hope you bet it, and I hope you tip me a nice 15 to 20% after this win. Well, the holiday season is coming up, so that would be a nice little bit of change in my pocket. You know, it's not it's not a bad parlay. I do like all of the legs. I do like how you tease them to be able to make it more accurate and be able to hit this a little bit easier. The only one I would be a little bit worried about is throwing in a game like the Chiefs. I like the Chiefs in this game, but it's one of those things. They're probably where they minus a thousand, and they're you, minus six hundred. Let's just let's okay. Just they're minus, minus six hundred. When you throw in games like that, or the Steelers who are like minus a thousand, I know they're minus nine hundred. Sorry, minus nine hundred. I know they're probably going to win, but the payout to the actual risk makes it a little interesting. So, uh, not the biggest fan of doing that, but I do like the parlay. Twenty to win two hundred is a great little come up. 
and uh, I really think you have a good shot at hitting it this week. Parlay Paul added again with another seven team. You know he likes to keep it interesting. I went with the three leg. He went with the seven. We'll see if we're both able to hit. Uh, we're going to move on to our last segment, and it's Bad Beats of the Week. Bad Beats of the Week. We're going to talk about some of the bets that we had last week that uh, didn't really pan out like we wanted to. Um, if you guys don't know what a bad beat is, it's something you bet on, and it doesn't really work in the favor it was supposed to. Uh, Parlay Paul, let's hear your bad beat from last week. Oh, thank you for giving me the pleasure of doing this first. Really appreciate it, Money Matt. Absolutely. Um, Just looking out for well, you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, well, this one was so easy for me. I mean, I, I hate when it's this easy to find a bad beat, but this, it was just the most obvious bad beat for me. I had the Rams minus three and a half over the Dolphins. And I talked in last week's podcast about how I think Tua is going to struggle and the Rams are going to put a lot of pressure on Tua. They did. They did do exactly what I said. The Rams didn't lose to the Dolphins. The Rams lost to the Rams. They literally beat themselves. You know, I said Tua was not going to shine. He threw for 93 yards and went 12 for 22. I mean, you look at the final score and you're like, oh, my God, Dolphins had 28 points. But it had nothing to do with Tua. He was pressured all game, and he did not look comfortable one bit. Meanwhile, Goff just had literally the worst half of football I think I've ever watched in my life. Um, They literally handed the Dolphins the game on a silver platter in the first half. He throws a first quarter a first quarter interception, which leads to a quick touchdown for the Dolphins. He gets sacked on first and goal, and the Dolphins run it literally all the way back for a touchdown. Then right after that, the Dolphins return an 88-yard punt for a touchdown. Then a few minutes after that, Goff throws another interception. And just a few minutes after that, Goff fumbles the ball, and Dolphins run it back to the one-yard line. And, yeah, you know what happens next. They scored another touchdown. So – the game was lost in the first half for the Rams, and it had nothing to do with, you know, how how great the Dolphins did. I mean, yeah, I know defense is a part of the game, but Goff literally gave him gave him and the Rams no chance to stay in this game. Um, you, know, you know, like I said, I knew this was my bad beat. Literally, you know, ten minutes into the game, it just looked so. It was so ugly of a game for the Rams. I still think they really should have had no problem beating you know the Dolphins by by four or more, especially with how Tua played. Their defense looked great. It was just you know it was just the it was Goff throwing his little you know ducks out there, and it was it was ugly. It was a really ugly game if you were a Rams better, and it it was one that made me pretty sad. Yeah, the Rams uh, definitely did not come to play in Miami. Uh, they've had a really weird schedule where they keep going and playing East Coast games, and they'll play a West Coast game, and then back to East Coast. You can't really blame it on that, though. Golf came out, had a horrific game. Uh, kudos, though, to the Miami defense. They really looked good in that game. Tua, like you said, didn't do much. You were absolutely right. He did have, I mean, the first possession of the game, he fumbles the ball. So you can't really give Tua too much credit for that game. Um, but like you said, that was a hard one to swallow. You really thought the Rams, they started off with a 7-0 lead. You thought they were going to be able to run away with this game. And then all of a sudden, Jared Goff decided to have the oopsies during this game and just kept having oopsies during the whole game. It was a bad throw here. It was a fumble there. And it uh, really did not pan out for the Rams in that game. 
My, right. I mean, and the Dolphins only, only they literally didn't score one point in the entire second half, too. I just had to throw it in there. No, they didn't no, score no. one point. I, I don't blame you. That is a very frustrating loss. Uh, my bad beat of the week is uh, the weather. Um, I had the over <laughs> in the uh, Raiders Browns game, and it was not even close. I knew <laughs> I had lost that bet before the game had even started. I threw on red zone. I was excited. I was like, man, this is gonna be a fun one. A lot of offense. And they said, wow, we got 55-mile-an-hour winds in Cleveland. There's a snowstorm coming, and they're not going to be able to do anything on offense. And I said, oh, joy, I'm glad I bet the over in that game on a Friday night. So that really was a fun bet to watch just go absolutely down the drain. Mother Nature said, no siree, you are not going to have that one as your first win on an over-under. And I was not even close. 22 points is all they scored, 51 was the over, and uh, I was really sad during that whole whole game watching kickers miss 20-yard field goals because the wind would just blow it 30 yards to the left. So um, I'm going to blame Mother Nature for that one. Like I said, guys, we record this on Thursday. For all of you people out there that like to take our bets, we record this on Thursday. Please check the weather. Please check COVID. Please check any type of injuries that happen between now and Sunday before you make your bets. It's super important because, like I said, Mother Nature came through and just absolutely screwed me on that game. And, uh, yeah, it was a tough one. Yeah, that I was all over that game. I mean, when you when you brought that up in the podcast last week, I mean, I was like, yep, I totally see it. I mean, that was, I mean, and that was in almost all my parlays. And yes, I say parlays because you know that's like ninety percent of my bets. But that was literally in almost every single one. I and I actually teased that over too, just because I you know, I want to give myself breathing room. I mean, did you see that field goal try in like the first half where it was right down the middle and it hooked like like five hundred miles to the left? Like oh. It was like, I was watching every single part of that, and I, it just made me so sad. I, once I saw that first field goal do that, I knew uh, the luck for us during that game had run out very, very quickly, and I just kind of assumed I had lost that one uh, whenever Redstone tuned in. I really didn't care. Um, but yeah, I mean, that was, that was, that was a rough one. And, you know, just like, you know, you had the over in that, I had the over in that Vikings uh, Packers game, which also had weather problems. So, yeah, so I do, I do. I understand. Yeah, so make sure you're checking the weather at every game you're looking at, and uh, make sure you guys are with us every Friday. We drop an episode every single Friday. Make sure you guys are following us on all social media at the Big D Picks, P I C K S, uh, Twitter, TikTok, Instagram. We got all of those covered, and we got free picks in there as well. So make sure you guys are following on there to get some extra picks for the weekend. Uh, including maybe some college football action. So make sure you guys are looking for that. Uh, any last words for us, Parlay Paul? Oh, you know it. Play the parlay. I know I said it last week. Play it again. It's going to hit this week. I promise. This is the week it's going to hit, and I don't want anyone missing out. Buy your you know, parents, friends, you know, family, whatever it is. Buy them Christmas presents with this parlay. This is it. Put, put 40, 50 on it, whatever you want. And this, this, this is going to hit. Parlay Paul loves to give you a little bit of parlay advice to end our show. A nice little seven leg to end his week. And uh, we appreciate you guys getting your week with us every single week. And uh, we'll see you next time.